I think the thing that makes this movie very, very different from the first one is that it's not like a fun time. It's an action movie. And it's also a purely action movie that's trying to be fun. It's like that guy who comes in like super stuffy into the party and then tells some jokes and you laugh out of politeness because it's Tom Cruise. (laughs) You are about to enter the courtroom of the Honorable Judge Kenny J.D. Does she have any movie critic experience? No. Does she have any authority? No, but they gave her a show anyways. The movies are bad. The cases are good. The rulings are final. This is in defense of... I'm fresh from the gym and my ass is still pulsating, so you know it's going to be a great day. (laughs) The Marty Ailes ain't no joke, bro. Ah. Hi, welcome to In Defense of a More Butter production. I am your host, your judge, and your jury, Kenny JD. And on this show, podcast thing that we do, whatever, uh, (laughs) I talk about movies that got bad reviews or bombed at the box office and decide by myself, because again, I'm the only one with the gavel, whether or not they deserved it. Last week, we talked about Josie and the Pussycats. Fun time, by the way. Um, And today, we're talking about not apparently the movie that I thought had Brendan Fraser. (laughs) Today, we're talking about The Mummy, not 1999, The Mummy 2017. Did y'all know there was a... (laughs) I had no clue. Apparently, five years ago, another mummy came out with Tom Cruise in it. I I see why it's on the show. (laughs) I had no idea this even happened. (laughs) But before we talk about that, first, be sure to like the podcast. Like us on More Butter. Subscribe on More Butter. Follow us on Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And also be sure to put more movies that you would recommend to be defended in Kenny's courtroom. So like I said, again, today we're talking about The Mummy 2017. So for a little like behind the scenes thing, uh, there's been like kind of a brainstorm that me and the team over here at More Butter have been talking about movies to possibly talk about. And someone said The Mummy. Um, We did not qualify what year at first. So I'm like 1999, Brendan Fraser. People loved that movie. I loved that movie, but I was also four. So maybe I didn't have a great concept of... (laughs) how people actually received it. So I was like, oh, okay. I didn't remember people not liking The Mummy. I know I love the original Mummy because hello, Brendan Fraser. And I remembered him as being the guy playing George of the Jungle. And I really liked George of the Jungle (laughs) for all the best reasons. So I like actually watched the original Mummy and was coming on here planning to defend it. And then like our production team here was like, no, we meant 2017. And I'm like, what? I did, who? Wait, apparently, The Mummy is a movie that existed, a remake, if you will, with Tom Cruise. <sighs> okay, but I am I the only one that didn't know that this ever existed? <laughs> I had no clue. And so five minutes before I recorded this, I actually watched that Mummy for the first time. And I have thoughts. Um, yeah. The Mummy is a 2017 American action-adventure film uh, directed by Alex Kurtzman. I think I said that pronounced. Wow, I can't speak. I think I said that correctly. I almost said I think I said that correctly, or I think I pronounced that correctly at the same time. 
English is hard. Of course, not to be confused with the 1999 Mummy, this reboot of the original Mummy series was meant to be uh, the first installment of a new series of films by Universal Studio called The Dark Universe. And this movie definitely ends as if it's supposed to be the beginning of some new crazy adventure mummy series. <laughs> but apparently that didn't come to fruition, which kind of sucks because it definitely does end on like sequel bait. But, well, I guess it sucks depending on how you think about it because the movie was an experience. <laughs> Now, The Dark Universe was actually supposed to be a planned out series of movies that were going to be developed and distributed by Universal Studios or Universal Pictures. And this reboot of The Mummy was supposed to be the first of a series of various films. I, I do wonder to some degree if it was supposed to be Marvel-esque, like combining all these random uh like superhero-esque monsters together and kind of building an ultimate universe in that way. Um, but this movie bombed so bad that they just shelved it and said, maybe not. <laughs> and of course, being that this movie is led by Tom Cruise, one would say probably the biggest action star um, in the world, probably. Um, one would think that would have got people in their seats. But again... <laughs> I didn't even know this movie came out, so. <laughs> Which is truly sad because this movie was expensive. <laughs> Very expensive. I will say before I bitch about how expensive it is, it does look like it's worth the money, if that makes sense. Like the CGI, the action effects, all the shit going on. It looks like, oh, okay, y'all had a budget. It went somewhere. It didn't look like a money laundering scheme the way like Evan Almighty did. <laughs> so to produce The Mummy, the final budget was reported to be around $125 million, which is sufficient. After you include full production and marketing, though, the bill ended up being somewhere around um, a little under $350 million. It was like $345, which again is embarrassing because I didn't even know this movie happened. You spent $200 million possibly on advertisement, and this, in my opinion, never happened. <laughs> Now, with such a big check on that, it meant that the movie had to make over $340 million to even break even, which is which is really asking a lot. You're asking a movie to basically make a billion dollars to be worth it, <laughs> which how many movies have grossed a billion dollars? That might be something to look into. Not a whole lot, I would imagine, if any. The movie ended up making about $410 million internationally, which is not bad at all. But... um when you consider how much money went into it, it ended up being like a 60 to $100 million loss, if you think about it, in the eyes of Universal Studios, which is, I don't even know if, like, at that point, it's Universal's fault. <laughs> if you put that much money into a movie at some point, you have to just recognize that realistically, not every soul on the planet is going to watch this movie. This is just a bad investment at that point. And it's an even worse investment when you actually watch the movie and realize that the movie is not good. <laughs> um, before I get into my opinion on the movie, let's talk about uh, Rotten Tomatoes real quick. 16% from your reviewers um, and 35% from audience scores. Hey, oh, okay. The consensus ultimately boiled down to the movie was not nearly as fun as the first movie and that's spoiler kind of where i fall in my opinion of the film um 
It lacked the campy fun of the franchise's most recent series and failing to deliver many monster movie thrills, The Mummy suggests a speedy unraveling of the dark universe, which is fair. So again, because I, um, in preparation for this video, thought I was watching the other movie, (laughs) so I watched the original Mummy. And, you know, some things are very a movie from the 90s. And also it's set in like the 1920s or something like that. So it's it shows. But um, the movie itself is just so fun and so funny and creepy and scary. But it's actually a fun movie. And how do I put this? (laughs) I don't think of fun when I think of Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise doesn't give me fun guy. (laughs) And uh, it shows in the actual viewing of this movie. But before I get into that, let's get to the plot real quick. Because it is very different from the original movie. The original movie uh, centered around Brendan Fraser's character. And he, uh, oh God, I forget the specifics. But he's like an Indiana Jones-ish type guy. And he ends up working with a librarian and her brother to find some ancient Egyptian treasure. And then, like, a mummy comes back to life trying to resurrect his fallen lover um, and decides to use the librarian as a vessel for that. Um, And then, you know, shenanigans ensues. It's an action-adventure movie. It's a fun time. Brendan Fraser gets the girl. He's such a dick in that movie, but... (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's still really hot. You know, I'm trying to kill as much internalized misogyny as I as I can. But you can't be woke all the time, baby. Sometimes you sleep eight hours a day. And he's so, mis- oh, he's so misogynistic in that movie. I, I'd let him get away with a little bit of it. <laughs> I think the thing that makes this movie very, very different from the first one is that it's not like a fun time. It's an action movie. Like it's a purely action movie. And it's also a purely action movie that's trying to be fun. And it's just like, it's like that guy who's comes in like super stuffy into the party and then tells some jokes and you laugh out of politeness because it's Tom Cruise <laughs> and the Scientologist be wildin'. Is he still a Scientologist? Well, I'm not. Don't get me. Uh. But it's just lacking the fun factor that the original movie had. I will say that this movie is a lot more, like I said, of an action movie. And I think that is really well executed and it's very entertaining in that regard. However, Subsequently, throughout the movie, they try to do these weird, like, jokes, and it's just like, nothing lands. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about the plot, because I can complain about the things I didn't like about this movie in the defense part. Um, So, now this plot is incredibly convoluted, and I'm going to try to, like, will it down as much as possible. Um, But basically, this movie is not set in Egypt, and it's also not set in, like, the 1920s, I think, is what the first one was set in. This one's actually set in modern day world. Um, And in present day London, some construction workers find an ancient ruby or something buried underground. And this is going to be kind of the major treasure of the film. We meet uh, two army sergeants or army soldiers. You have Nick Morton, who is Tom Cruise. And then we have Chris Val. Um, He is kind of hot though. In that kind of like, I'd, I'd meet you at a bar. We'd probably make out at a bar. His name, I think his name is Nick in New Girl. And he's a very good kisser. Anyway, <laughs> I get it. Anyway, so they're out in Iraq, uh, army soldiers, 
Um, but while they're supposed to be like doing their job, Nick is like, we should look for a treasure, essentially. <laughs> they end up discovering the tomb of Princess Amanet. I think I pronounced that correctly, who um whose whole backstory is that she tried to summon the god of death, which is called Set. Um, but before she could do that, she was caught mummified alive and they and an archaeologist named jenny fly to her uh sarcophagus in britain and accidentally bring her back to life (laughs) during the fight chris is uh possessed by ominet through a spider that bit him and because of that he ends up trying to attack the other people on the plane and through that nick ends up killing chris there ends up being this giant crash because like a plague of crows attacks the plane and through the course of this uh nick is able to save jenny but nick goes down in the crash and everyone actually thinks that he died in the crash he's actually wrapped up in body bags but is able to come back to life for some reason so apparently the reason why he had the power to come back to life is that Aminette had given him some type of power and cursed him because he's going to be the new vessel for her dead lover and she's going to use Nick's body to bring back the god of death (laughs) girls winning girls bringing their future to life Today's video is brought to you by Haritos Soda. Haritos comes in a glass bottle made with real sugar and has absolutely no HFCs. There's 12 all natural flavors, so you're sure to find something that you enjoy, including, but not limited to, grapefruit, strawberry, tamarind, mango, and pineapple. Those are my two favorites, but I also love a fruit punch and many more to choose from as well. If you would like to taste test every flavor for yourself, feel free to check it out in their Fiesta pack available at Walmart. Link will be down below. Big thanks again to Haritos for sponsoring today's episode. The Princess Amina escapes from uh, her sarcophagus and starts feasting on people to regenerate her body turning them into zombies. And she also was able to get her hands on the dagger of Set, which would be used to bring... Oh, fuck. This is so convoluted. She has the dagger, and if she stabs Nick with it and it has the ruby, she can use him as a vessel for bringing forth the god of death, right? But she goes to stab him, but then realizes that the ruby's not there. And so she has to find the ruby before she does that. But before she can uh, finish the summoning of the god of death, she is taken out by like regular army guys, which I found kind of funny. That's the interesting component of the like modern day thing that I find interesting. It's weird. Anyway, these soldiers we later found out are actually a part of like a secret agent group that entire purpose is hunting down supernatural threats. And also apparently Jenny is a part of the secret society and nobody else knew. So the head of that society is basically like, what we're gonna do is we're gonna allow her to stab you, Nick, because once she does that, you'll be able to be like the vessel and then we're gonna kill you. We're gonna destroy you. Anyway, a lot of action-y stuff happens. You know, she brings forth rain and people fighting and people heads coming off zombies it's a whole bunch of shit going on i'm not gonna worry about it watch the movie if you care but long story short aminette ends up getting the ruby and combines it with the dagger so that she can stab nick and get the god of death right aminette captures jenny and drowns her to death and when nick is brought to aminette he sees 
Jenny's body lifeless. He ends up stealing the dagger, tries to shatter the ruby because if he destroys the ruby, he destroys the dagger and therefore destroys the curse and therefore everything can go back to normal. But if he does that, he won't have the power of life and death, which is what happens when he gets stabbed with the dagger, right? So instead, he's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to stab myself to give me the power of life and death and bring old girl, Jenny, back. He's able to mentally get enough control so that he's not under Aminette's power. And then he sucks the life out of her body in order to to kill her. (laughs) I sound so dumb right now. (laughs) this storyline it's like girl i just sound like the whole pepsi sylvia thing exactly it's just like long story short he sucks the life force from her he's able to get uh jenny to come back alive and he runs off into the desert with chris who he gives um his life back as well aminette is sealed into her tomb jenny and the head of the organization wonder if nick will now use his powers for good now that he is the god of death he is set but who's to say this is sequel bait and they say basically he's off to fight other adventures because evil will constantly follow him because he is again the the set the god of death and that is the movie this movie sucks I feel like I got to say that very quickly. <laughs> Babe, this movie was trash. It was not good. Let's do let's do a positive things first and then go into the issues. I've kind of alluded to the issues already, but like start a positive. It's very well done as far as like the actiony stuff. Tom Cruise is an action guy. We know him for Mission Impossible. We know him for wasn't he in World War Z or something? He's that guy that's always running and jumping on shit and getting thrown around and jumping out of planes and shit. Like that's who we think of when we think of that type of film star. The stunts are incredible. The action itself is incredible. I think it would have made a really good video game. I think they should have did that, honestly. Um, This would have been a great Uncharted. (laughs) I think if you can just focus on that, you'll really enjoy the movie. But... Oh, God. Um, It's really hard to explain how unfunny this movie is. And it has a very... And and you're probably like, Kendall doesn't need to be funny. It does because the movie tries to be funny a lot. It's um, like every other second is like an attempted joke, an attempted campiness, you know, tongue in cheek kind of thing. And it's not funny. And beyond that, I don't know what's going on, but it's like people who I don't think of to be bad actors were were terrible, like acting wise in this movie. I think they hired the new girl guy because he is funny in a very like natural way. But even he just looked very uncomfortable and out of place in the movie. Tom Cruise, again, doesn't strike me as the funniest guy. (laughs) So he doesn't have any like natural comedic timing or like facial expressions for 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 that and so much of this movie is that if they would have just kept it as like just a a very if they played it straight the entire movie i think it would have just been a new way to appreciate 
um, the mummy, just thinking of it as a completely separate entity from the original movie, which is hard to do when you do a reboot. You know what I mean? Maybe they would have did better just making it like a sequel, a subplot um, that kind of separates it from the original franchise a little bit. But I feel like they felt that they had to have that undercurrent of like campy funniness and it just doesn't land. It's actually fucking painful. <laughs> like, like again, if they just didn't say anything in this movie or kept it very serious, I think it would have worked. But because they couldn't, um, they felt like they couldn't get rid of the funny because that's what people will come in expecting from the original movie. Some girls got it. Some girls are just naturally funny. And you know, it's a talent. You can't have every talent. He's very great at jumping out of planes and uh, playing like the serious character, but he's, uh, Tom Cruise is not a person you rely on for comedic relief. (laughs) And just even as an actor, he's kind of a person that seems to take himself incredibly seriously. And it shows everyone there looks so uncomfortable. Can I say that? I think that's what it is. No one looks comfortable in their roles, except maybe the girl that played uh, Aminette, Aminette, the the bad girl, the bad one. She did a decent job. Everybody else just looks like they don't really know what vibe is on set. Like everyone looks uncomfortable. Um, the, The woman that plays Jenny is like really stoic in a way that I don't think was intentional. Again, it's supposed to be a lot more funny and she's just not, <laughs> she's not funny. Tom Cruise is certainly not funny. Uh, Chris in the movie, he's, you know, he tries not funny. Um, and for a movie that devoted, I'd say a hot 40% of the film on trying to make me laugh, I did not laugh a singular time. It's embarrassing. And anytime I was actually starting to enjoy the movie, because again, the the action sequences, the fights, the choreographies in that regard, um, the the planes falling and the cars flipping and almost getting, and it's constant too. Let me say that. That's actually really cool. Again, if you're into action, this movie has plenty of it. Um, it's, it's, it's trains coming in, it's fighting zombies, it's planes falling, crows coming in, uh, there's, you know, natural disasters, and it's just chaos at all times. And I kind of wish they would have just let that do the job for the entertainment of the film. Let the story itself and let the actual action be the movie instead of feeling like they have to hold on to this, like, this this whisper of comedy because it just really dampered the entire experience. Again, not all of us can be funny and intelligent. I can't run. We can't have everything. We we can't have everything, Tom Cruise. <laughs> like I'm funny and you run a lot. Can't have both. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I see why no one watched this movie. Well, actually, no, that's not even true. People watched the movie. It just lost a lot of money. And I and I understand why it was, like, forgotten. It's bad in a way that isn't even cool to continually talk about. It's just an hour and 40 minutes that I'll never get back and never will be reminded of because they never got around to making the other ones. What were the other monsters, I wonder, that they were trying to find, like, origin stories for to do, like, a Marvel-adjacent type thing? I am curious, but um, because they started off with this hunk of shit... We'll never know, I guess. But uh, for the final verdict, guilty. 
It deserved it. This movie sucked. I do think it's something that is worth watching just to understand this quality I'm kind of talking about. Like, again, if you can just enjoy it for the cool CGI and for the cool, like, action adventure things, I think that is handled incredibly well. Like, awesome like some I I was sitting there watching this one scene where they're in like an ambulance they're speeding with an ambulance and it ends up going downhill and it's this just like crazy chaotic thing that I was thinking like how do you film this like how did you how do you do this then that's really cool and I really wish they would have just believed that could carry the movie and I feel like they didn't think it could and it shows The, the movie does feel quite insecure that's the word choice like, it feels like they didn't believe in themselves. <laughs> but when you're backing a movie with $400 million, you got to believe in yourself, man. <laughs> you got to you gotta know you can bring it home. But uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. Very quick, I feel like this, this video was. Um, but uh, yeah, if you knew this movie existed at all, I'm curious. Can you, <laughs> can you let me know? Because I had no clue. But if you've seen it, I'd love to know what your opinions on it was as well. Um, if you, if you've seen this as well as the original, how do you think they compare if they do compare at all? Um, maybe you like this movie. And I do think that, again, there are things to like about it. Um, if you ignore all of the things to not like about it, (laughs) but, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it today. Feel free to follow us on more butter. Uh, feel free to give us those stars on Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow me, Kenny JD, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all of which are Kenny JD. And I will see you guys next time.